Welcome to the Inexplicable Thoughts. <laughs> this is your host, Franklin. I'm joined by my co-host for today, Matthew, Max, and Jeremiah. Um, excited to record this episode. Um, a lot of things have happened since our last our last pod. Max is officially back from an, yet another vacation. Hey. <laughs> my man is loose, ready to go. He's on <laughs> demon time tonight. We'll be out and about with his wifey. Um, what do you guys have planned for tonight? Um, it's our buddy Alex's uh, 30th birthday. He's 30. Yeah, so we'll... Um, so you're the young blood in the crowd. Yeah, I am. I am. So actually, by the time this drops, it will have come and passed, but it's a surprise birthday party. Uh, Lakeview should be a good night. I'm excited about it. Looking forward to it. So you Certain know. brand of white people that go to Lakeview. Yeah, man. <laughs> yep. <laughs> it's facts. Not much you can say. It's true. Yeah. It'll be a good time. Uh, me bro, I'll be chilling tonight with the fellows watching the watching NBA All Star Weekend. You know, some wholesome time, wholesome quality time. So, uh, nothing too exciting this weekend. Yeah, we got the skills challenge dunk contest. Um, I don't really know who's competing. I would love to like you know like pay, play some uh, prop bets on some of these winners, but we'll see. And you know what? It's a three day weekend for some of us. Beautiful. You know. I mean, it is President's Day weekend. Like, you really celebrating that? During Black History Month, I got to wear Black a, a, a holiday. This is some bullshit. <laughs> some absolute bullshit. You're going to get a bitter Franklin throughout like, this pod. But, uh... No, never bitter. <laughs> Those are my exes. Ooh. Ooh. Talk to them. Do you guys get Juneteenth off? Yes. Yes. Juneteenth. Not really. It's just racist not to at this point. You know what I mean? Like, it's just... Dude. Regardless, I take Junior. <laughs> day, yes, sir. He'll be on the clock, but he will not be working. No, bro, like, 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 my my color will be gray. <laughs> I am away, <laughs> yellow at best. Yeah, I never leave my status symbol on at work. People are like, I didn't want to message you because they said you were unavailable, and I was like, if you message me, I'm gonna see it regardless because I have the app on my phone. So just send that message. I just don't like people knowing my status. Right. Like, what is your business here? Nothing. Move, please. <laughs> I do just be peeping like, ooh, who's working right now? Me too. I think everyone does that. Yeah. Especially like my team works late. So like if, if I log on at like eight or nine, just to log in to see who's on, t- fit 10 people are on, 12 people are on. I'm like, this is a lot. That's unhealthy. It is. It, it's very unhealthy. <laughs> it's very unhealthy. I don't know if like, I told you guys this, but yeah, I worked 2,700 hours last year. What? What is that? What? How yeah. many hours per week is that? 50. Fuck that. I like, mean, I work 50. So. That's yeah. light. That's yeah. light. Jimmy like, Butler. <laughs> <laughs> like, consistently just, yeah. But I know that they're obviously, like, 50, yeah, not, it's just 50 hours a week for 52 weeks, not even factoring in PTO. So, like, I was working a lot. And then after, after they told me, they were like, you need to chill. I was like, bet. Say less. I will be absolutely capping my work week at 50 hours. And, like, don't ask me any more questions. Like, that is what it is. I'm but in yeah. a mode where I'm going to do what is expected of me. Nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> um, those niggas can get it out the mud if they want to. <laughs> um, wow. Hours. <laughs> I'm just being honest, though. Like, I literally had a conversation with them where I was like, hey, the communication here is not working. And this man said, well, Franklin, 
<laughs> if you expected everyone to communicate with you the way you wanted to, then you're setting yourself up for failure. And I walked out of the meeting and said, I want to talk to this man not a single t more time in my entire life. Like, I never want to talk to this dude ever again. Terrible leadership, b bad management, just annoyed the hell out of me the whole conversation. And so um, I'm going to just stay locked in, put my head down and... Do what you do what you do when you're black in corporate America, and that's secure the bag. <laughs> the message, the message there before we dive in is leave that job. Yeah. <laughs> um, but super interesting seeing as you know, I blatantly told him, hey, you have no black employees here, and it's for a reason. It's because you guys absolutely do not create an environment of a, of inclusion or diversity. You expect people to assimilate, which is a bunch of absolute bullshit. Um, and, and excuse my words, just very um, annoyed by the situation. Um, but one thing I will say though is, it is actually surprisingly warm today. So uh, the Chicago winter's not beating us down, even though I should be in Cleveland for All-Star Weekend. Kind of salty about that. Wow, it's in Cleveland? Bro, I did not know that. <laughs> I'm so out of the loop this year, man, it's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> it's because you've been traveling. Yeah, I've been catching flights. Not feelings. <laughs> um, speaking of feelings, I would love to get your thoughts and opinions on two things. Kanye is officially a single man, boys. The, the, the saga has ended. It's been a great month of talking about his almost asinine bullshit in his dating life. Um, I have never seen a woman's downfall happen quicker in my entire life. <laughs> um, when they say white women age, I did not expect to be in 30 days. Wow. Um, someone, Ooh, is, oh. <laughs> <laughs> someone is saying, there are people um, online, not me, warning. once again, not me, it's on Twitter right now, um, that actually Big Biz, I think, who did it, but it was about how people are saying Julia Fox was, uh, was like that false, you know, senior year tape where like, you think this nigga's a dog and then he comes to the league and it's like, he's so trash. Wow. <laughs> what? God, really, dude, she's looked bad lately. These fits. Well, the fits are the fits oh, are not good. Fault. Yeah, <laughs> the fits are yeah, bad. But the her. fits are bad. The makeup's bad. Everything's been bad. I'm like, man, your body is fire, but you might be mid outside of that. Mm. <laughs> the whole situation's weird. I'm sure she's doing just fine. <laughs> yeah, I agree. You see her shit she's been posting. I agree. Nah, I don't follow her. It's a little od. And she, I she snapped her. on her baby daddy on. IG. Honestly, sadly though, that man, but. sadly there will be a few more sagas with Kanye and yeah, I mean, other I women. He'll never do better though. She was mm -hmm. on like a Vogue story I saw, and I was like, damn, like Julia Fox. So she's up now. So I feel yeah. like she's gonna be okay yeah, with whatever yeah. happens. Kanye put the yeah. like at the end of the day. Yeah, Kanye put the cloud on her, so it will still serve her. No one's ever gonna beat Kim Dog. No, but, not, but I also I, just, I refuse to believe there's a man in America that wouldn't beat. The breaks off of Kim Kardashian. <laughs> <laughs> I cannot name not one man. Wow. It's it's been like that. Yeah. Right. Lion yeah. saying one of y'all didn't watch the the vid. <laughs> <laughs> no comment. <laughs> Come on, <laughs> crickets in here. <laughs> not a single one of y'all can say you didn't watch her video. <laughs> She is the one. It's a classic. Like that she was the blue She was everyone's crush in high school. Everyone wanted to beat the brakes off that. And Kanye got there and amplified her to the next level. She looks better now than she's ever looked. 
Bro, her, her shit worked out. She got all of her kids by the same guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, she did it. She did her deal. Yeah. That was definitely part of her plan. Yeah. And now she's just gonna fuck around forever. <laughs> like good for her, honestly. Like she's, you know what I mean? cool. she's fucking a tripod right now. She's Celebrity. having a great time. <laughs> yeah. Like she is chilling. Like <laughs> the thing is though, is like you can't what do you what do you do? As a dude, you always lose the breakup, and I've been adamant about that. As a you dude, have. you always lose the breakup. You have. There is no smooth way to handle a breakup. But Kanye is going to take this L, and his ego he, is trying to prevent he, him from He's already... Something. The L has been taken. I don't know, though. He's taking the L. The last two weeks have been a total L. I don't know, though. Kanye could do something for the next month and flip the, the narrative, though. I, I don't the know. Doc, I mean, I, the doc I, is nice. I think, Kanye, I think Kanye has realized that these L's equal bread. Yeah. Like he's making money with every new story, every new article. And I think he knows that, and he's like... He's down for it, I think. The Kanye doc is nice. One of those things about being famous is the more polarizing you are, the more famous you're going to be as you're always being talked about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, Kanye West is the staple, is the poster child of this. Yeah. But I feel like part of it, too, is very much so... I don't know. I feel like there's a, there's a lot... He's very egotistical, and there's just a lot of that to this, especially when you're handling your divorce, like we talked about last week or two weeks ago. And the way that he's handling his divorce and how public he's being. And it's like, you just, you don't put the woman that you love on blast like that. Not in the public eye. Not for your kids. Like, there are a lot of better ways that you could be handling this. But you're doing this because you want the attention. And you want people to, to be angry. He's also just be, not well. Right, exactly. And I think that's a big part of it, too, that we're not talking about, right? Like, the, you want to cover it and you want it to get clicks. But he is hurting, men, like, mentally very much so. And I feel, feel like there's not... And that was part of the reason that they got divorced, and Kim was very public about that and his struggle with, was it bipolar disorder? Is that what it was? Yeah, right? yeah. So, I mean, you know, I, I honestly wish that people would stop talking about it so he could stop thinking that, like, this is what he needs to be doing. Um, especially when you have people that are willing to, I mean, what is it? Kim posted on IG last week, like, can you, or Kanye posted the photo of Kim being like, can you not make people want to hurt Pete? Like, that's OD. The fact that you're, you're villainizing him in this way because he's your ex-wife chose to you know what I mean like I feel like people are taking it a step too far and he's not necessarily inferring that but part of this the presentation of this and the way that he's going about demonizing them and villainizing them I think is very is not the best practice either mm-hmm. right yeah I've always hated Kanye but I'm, I'm honestly starting to just feel bad for him. I feel bad for him. Like, yeah. I, you know, I don't, I'm, I'm starting to slowly yeah, unhate absolutely. him because I'm like, bro, this is sad. Imagine hating niggas that inspired you. Crazy. He did not right. inspire me. <laughs> he has no idea the level of influence. He, he did not inspire I. He inspired me. Yeah. He inspired yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't all inspire of your favorite artists. People. No, he did not, yes, bro. You think Kanye inspired you Drizzy? Yep. Yes. What are we about to say right now? What are you about to he say? Let's get it. inspired Drake. Yes, he did. As evidenced by nigga, Drake would say, Drake, but like Drake would. I feel like Drake. Let's talk. That. Let's talk he about it. I feel like Drake has said that. Drake is literally. Has he? Come, yes. 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 Kanye made it the lane for Drake to exist. That has wow. been. That has been bookmarked. I'm not going there, bro. Oh, come on. <laughs> this will be a black hole of a conversation. <laughs> inspired Jenner, man. Without Kanye, there's no Travis, no Young Thug, no bro. Drake. Like his reach is yeah. too crazy. But yeah. let's stop it. All right, but let's stop putting Jeremiah. We talked about this yesterday. Let's stop putting him on this God level pedestal, though. Top ten ever. Because he's not Jay Z. Top ten ever. He said he's not Jay Z. He is not Jay Z. He is not Drake. Ever exist. 
Jay Z is the greatest rapper. Kanye is just the greatest weirdo rapper that ever existed. <laughs> but then so, and people call his tip to put in front of people okay, we call his weirdness. Did you watch the documentary? Yes. Oh, wait, people people excuse or I didn't even watch it yet, but yes. mistake his weirdness for like artistic genius. Nigga, that's, that's not, not fair at I'm all. weird and I still do greatness. So I'm gonna always get Yeah, but you the goat, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's my guy over here. <laughs> <laughs> No, but I don't no, know. It's just man. marginalizing what Kanye does musically yeah. and how he transformed like beat making yeah. in general, which is like how all yeah. how you like pretty much most music. Yeah. His resume yeah. is stamped forever. Yeah, I'm I mean, a hater. Yeah, so you're you're certified. <laughs> There's no doubt you're certified. That's LeBron level shit. Yeah, because yeah. like I mean, it's even if you don't like him, like you have you have to acknowledge that the every every major artist that you can think of right now, if you were to ask if Kanye inspired them, the answer is yes. Yeah. Anyone that you could think of. What's operating under the surface for me is I just don't like him as a person. So that exactly. I, he's we an see asshole. That. Yeah. You know, he's a jerk. He's a yeah. bad guy, man. I can't can't but get behind know, guys like that. I think that. it's more. I think you're becoming more understanding that it's a bit of a more of a sadness thing. Huh? Yeah. You know what I mean? That it is really like a. He did Taylor Swift so wrong, and I'll never forget off that. <laughs> nah, but that uh, was. That was I forgot show. he did that. Thank that you was bringing that up. That was wild as shit. I'm joking. I did not feel bad for her. I didn't feel bad, but that was like that was. That's awesome. humiliating, though. Yeah. Yeah. She on played, national television, bro. She's like that, though. She has like she has she's one of those goats that she was able to roll that into success. I don't like Taylor Swift. You don't like Taylor Swift? She's the epitome of I'm gonna get my feelings hurt because I don't know how to properly communicate. <laughs> But then I'm gonna 100 blame it on the dude. <laughs> <laughs> she got in that baggy. She That's got just that what she's baggy. showing the crowd. She relating to the females out there. Yeah, because she works, knows that a lot of women be with that bullshit. She bought her mm-hmm. money over everything. <laughs> yeah, man. Is there any any time I meet a woman who's like an avid Taylor Swift fan, I'm like, I already know what you want, so I'm just gonna walk away from the situation. <laughs> if you're a country fan and you're like Taylor's cool, but I like her old stuff better, I'm like, all right, we can vibe low key. But if you like, oh my god, her name is album. I'm like, all right, I might crack one time <laughs> and then dip. But like, to I'm be not taking you seriously, yeah, bro. To be a Taylor Swift fan is to be arrogant, dramatic, um, you know, not good things. From my experience, like the whole the re- the whole week or two where her fans were roasting Jake Gyllenhaal. Was some of the most cringeworthy shit I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> and then you realize the power of the white consumer. Where do you guys be seeing this shit? <laughs> Twitter. I missed that one. I don't know what we're talking about. Twitter's fear. He, she re-released her album because she got the rights to like her old songs, but she had to re-record them. So she got back in the studio and she just re-recorded her old songs and was releasing them. And so one of them was the, the, the album that got re-released was the album about Jake Gyllenhaal. So it brought back all this like drama and bullshit and her fans were like, fuck that nigga, <laughs> putting comments in his IG comments and everything. And I was like, all right, you guys are a little bit too much, one. And then two, as a grown adult, I don't think I've ever felt empowered enough to go out of my way to comment on a celebrity's comments. Like, let's be for real. Like, if Kanye's beefing with Drake, I'm not going to Drake's page like pussy, like duh, 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 duh. like I'm not doing, I'm not doing that. <laughs> like they're gonna put Kanye in the Super Bowl next year. I, I guarantee it. Yeah, uh, I guarantee. If he it, kills bro. Coachella, yeah. He gonna be the he gonna be the the main act. We'll see how Donda Two goes. I know Donda Two is about to be fire. 
You need to get Vori and Don Tolliver back in that sweatshop that he's been having in Mars with his <laughs> songs. Because those boys get busy. <laughs> Donnie is nice, man. He uh, he told Kid Cudi to go fuck himself. He got Don Tolliver and Vori. And honestly, I'm a little offended because we got to be honest, though. Kid Cudi made some, some of Kanye's best music in the last 10 years. Yeah. I've never really listened to Cudi personally, so I can't really speak much on him. But His influence is, is noted. Mm-hmm. Definitely nice. Back in the like the, the high era of rap music, when the three major labels controlled the game, Young Money, MMG, yep. Good Music. It was deadly. Good music. <laughs> deadly <laughs> was bar. What's when Meek was Meek? Yeah. DJ Drama Tapes was hitting like crack cocaine <laughs> in the streets. <laughs> yeah, bro. Those were the Wayne years. Had the, the roster going crazy. Oh my god! Yeah. Crazy First numbers. time I heard Bedrock, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah, nobody was <laughs> touching. Let me no, run that nobody. back one time. I was one of that song, I'm pretty sure, like a hundred times. That was like right before all of them blew up. Like, Tyga went crazy, Drake went crazy, Nikki Nikki went crazy. Honestly, the rest of them. Guns went crazy, low key. Like, a lot of them just completely. Six foot, seven foot was right around that time. Most pivotal periods of our lives, too. Junior high. That's when you first started (laughs) catching wreck in in like middle middle school. Exactly, exactly. You was ready for the eighth grade dance. You were like, yeah. 6 p.m. Saturday night. It's going down. Shit's <laughs> we're on Thursday. <laughs> Thursday? Midweek. <laughs> Hell no. I needed the weekend. I needed to come fresh off of soccer. Mm-hmm. Nice shower. Hair washed. Ready to go. Thursday, you might be after practice. You don't know. <laughs> Catching you slipping. Oh, my God. Uh, but speaking about sports and <laughs> the dances... Uh, what are your thoughts on what happened at the Super Bowl? Do you think the Rams um, cheated their way into the win, or, or were you guys happy with the game, the halftime performance? I know we're a little late on this recap, but just curious. Halftime performance was good, really good. Game, I don't know, I just wasn't really feeling the game. It's because it's the Bengals and USC. It wasn't particularly memorable, but it was yeah, a good game. It was a good game. And, like, I mean, if the Bengals. If the Bengals O line was better, I think that the Bengals actually could have won. Oh, 100 percent. I think that the Jalen Ramsey was five seconds away from becoming a meme. Yeah, like That's he true. he got cooked. Yeah, on that route. He Chiefs did. Bills was the Super Bowl in my opinion. Neither team. That but game neither team just, made it. Yeah. No, I know, but like that game was just like was that was. I mean, fantastic. That was the best game of the year. Yeah. But the thing is, though, is like I knew this was going to happen to the Rams because I watched them play my Patriots three years ago. It was scripted. It was scripted. Yeah. No, it was more so of the fact that like. One, McVay be low-key fraud in some big moments. <laughs> Two, they just don't play a style of football that's like game-winning football. Like, you can't be coming back from behind. That's not winning football. That's what Aaron Rodgers does. That's like my biggest problem with Aaron Rodgers is he doesn't keep leads. And anytime he's like known for his theatrics, it's because he was getting smoked the, the, most, the majority of the game and had to like, like, why are you driving late in the fourth on the Bucks when they're three and, seven, and three and seven? Like, no one yeah. cares. I'm sorry. Um, but the reason why I knew the game was going to go the way it was going to go is that's just the team that they are, um, very defensive oriented and a very passive, you know, middle of the pack, slightly above the pack offense. Like I was never really that impressed with the Rams offense this year. And then after they lost OBJ, I was like, all right, these boys might be cooked on the offensive side. Um, especially with Sean McVay, for some reason, trying to run the ball late in the third quarter, like he wasn't down two scores. Um, and then with the Bengals, outside of the the seventy eight yard touchdown to start the half, 
they didn't do anything all, all second half. Like, right. the, the Rams' defense had them in a torture chamber for an entire half of football mm-hmm. and then gave Cooper Cup the MVP. To be real, like, well, Cooper Cup deserves it. I mean, this stat line goes crazy. Odell getting hurt, mad though. At him winning it. Boosted that. But I'm not mad at the people who think Aaron Donald should have got it. Fair. Very valid. Very valid, yeah. I agree. I, I will say this about the Bengals also, about, like, saying they're a valiant effort. T. Higgins blatant pass interference. I don't want to hear nothing about the Cooper Cup situation because they got a whole six off like seventy yards. Yeah, off yeah. Of just mm-hmm. blatant pi. Like yeah. his whole face got ripped around. Yeah. I was and, in a room. People were trying to say, "Oh no, I think that was clean." I was like, "Man, <laughs> you got some casuals." Yeah, like I said, you said you were watching the game with casuals, bro. Never again. Yeah. <laughs> I want to fight this guy at the point. <laughs> and then they try to run you for bro, right? <laughs> you know how mad Jeremiah is? That's why I only watch the Super Bowl with real niggas. <laughs> because, bro, everything else is bullshit. Oh, that game God. did confirm to me that Jamar Chase might be the best receiver in the NFL. <laughs> you know, it's between him, Cup, and, and Jettas. It might be Devontae. It's one of those three. Devontae. Oh, yeah, for, yeah my Devontae. bad. But, like, <laughs> Jam- you can't say Jamar's him. not. Jamar is him. <laughs> you can't say he's not the yeah. best. Yeah. It's he, crazy. Team University. He's 20. Magna cum laude. Is he 21? Even? No. no. He's a child. He's 20. Yeah. Like that. He's like that. Bro, okay, so also going off of the game, do you think that OBJ retires? I and, and if he retires, where do you think he goes down as top as like receiver in the league? Top 100. Ever. Top 100 receiver? Ever. Ever. Dang. I don't know. If, I don't know if he's going to get the longevity. He's, he's never going to get the Hall of Fame, though. Right. So... Which sucks. That's hard to say, man. He won't. In regards to talent and absolute just skill, top 100 ever. Talent? Handicapped with Eli. <laughs> talent, he's top like, 30. He's, he, like, people really forget. That was my biggest problem about being a Browns fan when he was the Browns, is that they were like, he doesn't really look that good. I'm like, you clearly don't see what's going, going on. on. He yeah. never he, lost a step. He gets so much attention because he's that nice. Like, yeah. do you understand what it takes to draw two defenders and still be like, if you throw it here, guaranteed I'm catch. catching it. Yeah. Bro, they both went to Heem U. <laughs> yeah. like LSU is Heem U, yeah. bro. Really, right now, with the wide receivers, like, right, I really think about the fact that they had Justin Jefferson and Jamar Chase, and niggas was really trying to play defense. Yeah. Jarvis, bro, all these niggas <laughs> went to LSU. That's yeah. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> they really built this. Like, <laughs> they've had, like... People really got to remember, like, Leonard Fournette came out of that university. Like, they've yeah. had some monster mm-hmm. athletes. Yeah, like Tyron Sha- Matthews. Shaq's a, Shaq's a LSU boy. Like, they've yeah. always been nice. Yeah. Ben Simmons. Low-key. <laughs> Low-key. Um, but, no, the one thing that I kind of just take into consideration right there is is he doesn't get enough credit for what he's accomplished because people are so... There's so much recency bias. Low-key people want to see him fail. Yeah. yeah. Anyone Duh. who watched the first yeah. half of the Super Bowl realizes the game plan was to let OBJ cook. Because at the same time, like people are like, oh, Cooper Cup's getting the attention. You still right. got to face the second best wide receiver and whoever the, the, free, the free safety is in that situation. And he was still cooking. Like He was clear head and shoulders above everyone else on that defense. Yeah. Like That is an important player. Like I'm sorry. Like. Devontae Adams is great, but you've been seeing how much Aaron Rodgers is like, I need a second guy. Yeah. You understand the difference with Mike Evans and Chris Godwin lining up together. That's explosive. And then you have a third guy. You saw the, the benefits of Cup and OBJ and Van Jefferson and Robert Woods. And we've seen that in other systems. So to me, it's really weird because it's like, you know, Dak Prescott's happy as fuck right now yeah. to have Amari Cooper, dog. Yeah. 
CD Lamb, Dog, and uh, Gallup. Gallup. And he had another dude. Gallup ain't coming back. Next year? Yeah, he's gone, I think. Free agent. He's gone. And, got, and he blew his knee out. He's coming to Pittsburgh. He's signing somewhere. Though. That's yeah. true. He did get hurt. Going to Pittsburgh. Yeah. We're getting Watson. But they even had Dalton Schultz, who I think might get traded this year. Yeah, for picks. Odell's narrative is the most racist I think I've ever seen in the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. The only reason people Dalton hate him Catholic is because still exists. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I, like, yeah, 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 I can name a couple people. Yeah, for yeah. OBJ. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, but based on like his on his play alone, like people hate Kaepernick because of like what he did. That wasn't football Same. related. We, most of us are from Ohio. Ohio is racist. I mean, <laughs> like yeah. that was who was driving yeah. the I think Cleveland media is up there with New York for some but, of the worst. But I mean, media. the Giants. But the Giants fans did the same thing. Like talking to Giants fans in college, they'd be like, "He just wasn't a Giant. He didn't buy in." I'm like, this man loved that city, and he loved y'all, and was carrying Eli's sorry ass for three years. And then he got hurt. Like you look at his stat lines during the years that he was healthy, and it was OD, right? He was by far one of you know top three receiver in the league every year, and had all these records before being twenty three or whatever. And then he got hurt, and then he went to Cleveland, and they wasted two years of his career. Like I legitimately feel sorry for him because he had to deal with Baker, who's sorry and should be a backup this year. He's resigning. I mean, I feel sorry for y'all. That's the equivalent of the Otto Porter contract. That nigga done. <laughs> Washed. Handy. Wow. Done. Um, Andy Dalton type shit. Worse than Andy Dalton. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, and then he, people said he wasn't good, that he went to the Rams and was essential to their playoff run. He was never a diva, and that was the narrative. And, that and was, yeah, that was he the never core. was. Great team, man. Because, because, the because he dropped the one pass in the playoffs against the Packers. Two passes. Or two passes. That's true. It was a bad game. Jeremiah had a fact real quick. Yeah, that's good. That, thank you for fact checking me. Bro, all he um, ever wanted to do was win and look good doing it. And have fun doing it. I'm like, not even what? mad at him either, like, though. Like, people do not and I'm understand. so glad he got the touchdown in the Super Bowl. God knew Needs not to need, Like, that's just, that's poetic athlete. justice right there. <laughs> Before he gets hurt, too, first touchdown of the game. He yeah. knew. He said, this nigga already gifted. It's not giving too much. <laughs> I would be wild. I'd be in fucking Dior everything it on was. the field, dog. <laughs> I understand why he got the bust down watch. <laughs> Catching 100 yards, six catches, one touchdown in the game. You'd have been out the league so fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I would have been seven years. You'd have been like, damn, what happened to him? This nigga's head would have been the gutter. Bread it up. That's what happened. I'd be on my T-Max shit. <laughs> bread it up. Fat contracts because he, oh, he's a dog. <laughs> but he does it looking good. That would have been me. I'm promising you. I would have been in the gym to look good. Ocho Cinco is that guy because he would have been. he's exactly how I would have been in the league. He was heme too. <laughs> Ocho was heme too, man. He really got held back by a shitty QB. Yeah. Carson. Palmer was <laughs> mid. He's so bad. Ooh. Carson, Carson Palmer. Palmer. Golden oh. boy. So mid. He hates Cincy. I think it's so funny because it's like, nigga, it wasn't them. <laughs> um, but that that's... He really blamed Marvin Lewis. And they had Chad Johnson. <laughs> TJ Hootsmanzada. Yeah, guys. They I hated those dudes so much, though. Because they used to come into a pit and get busy. No, but they used to come in and disrespect it. Bro, that, our, see our that, brand. Those, rival, those games were nasty. That rivalry was brutal. Bro, they used to, like, stomp on the, on the towel and shit. Like, disgraceful shit. And then we always taught them a lesson afterwards. <laughs> we're in the weeds. Anyway. When was the last yeah, time yeah. These, these guys won a, won a ring? Who? I can't remember. It's been at Steelers? least 10 years. Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know. Well, we got six of them, so I mean, I think we're good. What Brady got? She, she fell up a hand. He got carried about 
Seven. You you get carried a lot. That's crazy. A lot of niggas haven't been carried that much. I got the graphic if you want to see it. A lot of niggas haven't been carried that much. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. (laughs) Communication is key. Communication is key. Yeah. Communication is key. Um, One of the things I wanted to touch on, just so we can get the sports situation out of the way, because I do know that the women on here do not like when we talk about sports. You can actually hear the pussy drying up at this point in the conversation. Um, So I just wanted to touch quickly on the Olympics based off of what I was seeing last year. Or no, last week, I mean, not last year. Um, but we were watching the Winter Olympics, and USA was in, like, sixth place. I think they're now in, like, second or third. But can we just talk about the fact that we can officially confirm Winter Olympics is significantly worse than the Summer Olympics? Are we just oh. now confirming? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I thoroughly do not understand. Also, Winter Olympics is way more racist than the Summer Olympics because niggas can't play winter sports. I'm sorry. Like, who's going tobogganing? Yeah. Who's, who's going skiing? $500,000 in your lifetime spent on skiing is absurd. When did the Winter Olympics start this year? I don't know. They advertised it poorly. Did you see anything about the Winter Olympics? What's no. going on during the NFL? No, it's been the last, like, two no. or three weeks. I don't know. They also let in Russia do whatever they want right now, by the way. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I thought, yeah, this... The, that girl um, who got disqualified? I said, what was the deal with the girl who fell and finished in fourth? What happened? What Are you talking about the 15-year-old? Yeah. So she was doping. Yeah. They caught her. They appealed it. And the Olympic Committee came back with, she's allowed to she's compete. She's allowed to compete, right. But if she places or she medals, like, they won't have a ceremony, which is, is quite curious, I thought. It's a yeah. creative incentive. So they, were they not going to give her the medal? They weren't going to give anybody the... the okay. they, at least, I don't know if they're going to give them the medal, but they weren't going to have a ceremony. Okay. I'm not sure why it even... pissed me off. Yeah, like, imagine you're another person placing. Why? Whoa, why? like, yeah. she was doping. Like, why are we all getting punished like, for imagine her? Imagine you yeah. break the world record and you can't do... Like, you can't yeah. even pop off on it. Like, have yeah. a little stunt session. Because they're trying to... I would yeah. smack the dog shit out of her. That doesn't make any sense. Then she just shouldn't be allowed to compete. I mean... She story. should not have been allowed to compete. Yeah, the thing about it was she was 15, so, like... Her youth was what was like protecting her. Yeah. For legal because it's reasons. like she couldn't have known she was taking it or whatever. Was yeah. it on the trainers? Yeah. The thing that bothers me is the, and someone brought this up, but the Shikari Richardson comparison to me is super irritating because Shikari lost her mom. It was weed, something that I do not consider really a drug like that. No. And it didn't really improve her performance, yet this 15 year old was allowed to take a supplement that essentially makes you a better athlete and drastically improves your performance. Um, and I think it's just weird the the parallels between the two, and the only difference is the six years age gap. Age gap. Um, and so I would like to say, in regards to the Olympic Committee, shame on you. That is an absolute atrocity that you wouldn't allow someone to compete in their own lane. Um, and and I know she got smoked on later <laughs> later by the the Jamaican team, but I would have smoked. I literally would have <laughs> loved to have seen that live. I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, but the, the, the situation in Russia has, I, I don't, I don't like it. I think it's such a weird precedent seeing as the Russians have been cheating over and over. How many times has the Russian Olympics team gotten caught? It's been at least three in the last 10 years. At least. I mean, the whole, there's a whole Netflix documentary about them getting caught. Yeah. So it's just, it's one of those situations where I, I'm tired of the, the lack of accountability in that regard. I also feel like there's no, like, true stars in the Olympics, especially the Winter Olympics. You know what I mean? Because, like... I don't pay attention to that. 
Bro, I feel like it's when we were coming up, everyone watched the Olympics, but that's because there was like Sean Phelps. Or is that his name? Michael Phelps. Mike Phelps. Man, Michael Phelps, yeah. This man has won it's been a minute, over 10 gold medals. You're talking about Sean. Michael, yeah, like, Michael, <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? There were niggas like Michael Phelps. Like, yeah. there were icons in the game. Yeah. It's like, there was hype around that, but now it's just like. I feel like Winter, well, Winter Olympics also hit differently, too, because it's not sports that we right. watch right. in the I've same I've never way. watched the Winter Yeah, like, I don't care about skiing. I don't care about snowboarding. It's dope. Oh, kudos to them, but. curling going on here. Yeah. <laughs> One of my favorite hobbies is watching a sport I know nothing about and then trying to be a commentator yeah. and give pointers. <laughs> Watch his form here. Yeah. So that's speed that. skating. Oh, that's yeah. going to be a deduction. Armchair. <laughs> Armchair guy. <laughs> that backseat driver. Yeah, that's like backseat driver, yeah. Become an expert in five minutes. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, but yeah, I just, I can't imagine their viewership being that great and in an environment where having as many eyeballs on your product as possible is, is very important. I just, I can't see it being the best product right now. And, and the whole... Comparison between the Shakari Richardson and, and, and the Little Russian situation is just, it's a waste. I think it's a waste of exposure and it's a waste of integrity in the sport. Um, but the one thing I, I did want to touch on in regards to viewership was the numbers for Euphoria came back after the Super Bowl. And I think, I'm just going to quickly touch on it, salute that show. Um, they had one of the highest ratings um, for, their, for their season in all of their episodes ever. Um, mid Super Bowl, which I think is super impressive, seeing as the Super Bowl had one of its highest ratings in the last five years. Mm-hmm. So to have both those shoot shows hit highest ratings is pretty honestly pretty crazy. Just seeing the amount of uh, attention both garnered, uh, and so salute to um, Euphoria. I'm never going to salute the NFL, so fuck the niggas. Um, <laughs> and so that I thought was worth uh, bringing up very briefly. It is crazy because when I was in Dallas for the Super Bowl last week. Like right after the Super Bowl, like Demon Time, they threw on Euphoria. Like we watched this, I was like, "Damn, like that is really crazy." I watched you. We watched that, yeah, Euphoria. That's, yeah, we watched yeah, it too. Wild, bro. We that show is nice. Super Bowl, yeah, it's a good show. Rue is going crazy on the acting side. Zendaya knows what she's doing. But yeah. um, actually, something that that show brought up to me that I actually wanted to discuss was the importance of communication. Just uh, mm. the situation between. Rue and Jules before their breakup in which they just weren't on the same page um, and then I believe it led to Rue in the situation she's in with the whole um, addiction and, and, and dr- owing drug money to that one lady I keep forgetting her name um, and I just wanted to get your, your perspectives um, especially you two since you're in relationships um, and how you know communicating factors into your relationships and how you, you become adequate communicators Obviously, communication is essential. Uh, I think becoming, uh, you know, just effective is all you're looking, striving. You're never gonna have that perfection in a relationship. Um, so just over time, you're gonna see how people behave. You're gonna learn more from like people's tendencies, using that to kind of just um, grow yourself and be able to communicate well with them. Tell them what's on your mind. Mm. Don't hold secrets. That kind of thing. Yeah. But I think communication is way easier for some people than others. Because I think a lot of it ties back to how you were brought up. There's genetics that play a role there. But I think, I think at, the, at the core of it, yeah, like some people are like emotionally predisposed to, you know, communicating a certain like way like or not communicating. Yeah, and there's also life experiences that impact. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a lot, but... I think it comes down to like, all right, fuck the bullshit. Before you leave, what's, what's the up? worst lie you ever been caught in? 
the worst lie I ever encountered? You've ever been caught in. Caught in? Mm. Since you want to say you're a good communicator in all this bullshit right now, <laughs> I mean, we'll put all you niggas on the hot spot. I don't know if this is related, but um, the, bro, the worst lie I've ever been caught in. That's crazy. I don't know. Um, <laughs> mm. That's just gonna require more time for me to think. Oh my god. <laughs> bro, I, I can't. I cannot pull that. I can't pull that right now. That's a crazy off the f- off the cuff question to ask. <laughs> Jeremiah Smith. <laughs> yeah, I got I got nothing for you. You on could that just one. say you want to skip to the next question. <laughs> hey, I try to give you a good honest try, but <laughs> I, I got nothing there. I got my nothing. man's a saint over here. My man's a saint. He but. said my girl listens to this. My <laughs> we have post production. You can tell, yeah. you can tell yeah. the man what to do. Valid. I could just be like, Yo, Blake, cut this segment. But I didn't. <laughs> you can really just say it, and then we'll just roll into the next segment. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> like, no, like in all seriousness, no, like to wrap up my comments on the communication piece, like I really, I really do, like, and I honestly do believe that you have to be able to like be emotionally tough to communicate well. Like, if you're too pissed off, you got to be able to like think logically through that and be like, even though I'm pissed, I still got to be able to like get yeah. my point across. Absolutely. And like, you know what I mean? Be able to communicate yeah. with my partner, even if you're like sad, right? Or if yeah. you're, you know, and no one's perfect at that. Yeah. I'm not my girl from Miranda. She's not, right. you know what I mean? I think we're always working on it. I think people are always going to be working on that. If you are like great communicators as a couple, like kudos, but like, I have not, I have not seen that yet. My parents are still always trying to communicate. Yeah, I mean, like, I you know what I mean? So, yeah. yeah, I think there's a big emotional piece to it. Something that needs to be addressed, though, is an argument. Um, being mm. unbiased is necessary. Mm. You can't just be gun-ho on your opinion or your, or your position. you got to be able to absorb new information and form a new argument. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I agree with you. He's spitting. <laughs> He's spit, man. If that can happen in a relationship, then I feel like like arguments last at max a couple hours. Yeah. Once once it gets hot, it's like okay, we're gonna come to disagreement based on just being like reasonable people. Other than that, like I see a lot of relationships fail because people are just not willing to come off their their like their hell. Yeah. Franklin, I want I want to ask you, what's the what's the hardest part about communicating as a single man? Um, women want honesty but don't want the truth. Mm. Mm. Okay. <laughs> I'm just be honest. Yeah, like, that's real. <laughs> let's be for real. Okay. Like, you want honesty but you do not want the truth. Sometimes I'm okay with the lie. Like spare my feelings. Like <laughs> <laughs> there's been several songs made made by men where they're just like honestly just lie to me at that point because mm. I don't need to know. Yeah. I'll be real with you. It's gonna hurt and I still want you. So I'd rather just be not knowing and enjoy my time here we're not in a relationship so fuck it okay um and then the other reason why i say that is if we were to have a real and objective conversation about how i view you in my life i don't know if that would go the way that they want to go yeah not because it's bad but because i would tell you the truth and you would rather see a role in my life bigger than what your role might actually entail if that makes sense yeah plus i've been in relationships where i've been honest and told the truth with my partner 
and that didn't get me anywhere. So mm. um, it's oftentimes where if I'm going to be honest with my intentions or honest with what I want or require from a relationship and I say, I'm in love with you. Like this is one of my conversations I've had with every ex I've had where I was like, I'm in love with you, but I enjoy you know, my personal space, you having your personal space and, this, and then us coming together and, and enjoying each other's company. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm very much the person where, like, I don't need to talk to someone for 25 to four hours and I would still enjoy hanging out with them. Like, I just don't okay. need to talk to you. Like, we can just, I can be on my laptop while you text on your phone and, like, still enjoy your presence. But the biggest thing for me is I always tell them I'm happy as a person. I think you should be happy as a person and then we'd be happy together, similar to the time thing. But then I also explain to them, yo, like, if I ever stop being happy in this relationship, I'm gonna break up with you. So like, I want you to keep doing your, what you're doing to make me happy and I'll keep doing what I'm doing to make you happy. And then you actually break up with them and they're confused as fuck. And it's like, you clearly stopped doing exactly what I said would keep me here. So like, there should be no confusion. Like I'm, I'm very much the dude where like, when the breakup happens or whenever we end, they're like, what the fuck? I thought we were gonna work on this. And it's just like, no, like I told you as soon as like it goes left, I'm left. It, there's no there's no confusion there like you could tell a woman straight up like I'm not gonna date you and we've all been in this situation I'm not gonna date you they get attached you get in trouble when it ends people don't say what they mean no when you first when you're first meeting someone you're not really saying what you mean but if you do I feel like that's a rare amount of people there's a certain amount of people that like actually are about what they say from jump. But are, are, I mean, are you saying just from jump, or are you just saying at a certain point when you have at a certain point? I'm also know. very much someone where like I'm never gonna broach that conversation. I'm very adamant about that. I will never broach the conversation because I thoroughly believe if if and this is gonna sound fucked up. I'm very much in the space of my life right now where like I need to date more confident women, so I need someone who's gonna take it upon themselves to ask me what they're looking for. Yeah. And so I look at it as a gauge point for you is like. If you truly want to be in my life, you're going to bring that up to me, and we're going to have that conversation, and then we're going to move amicably from that period on. Um, and so oftentimes when I meet people who aren't confident enough to have that conversation with me, I'm like, do I really want to be with this woman anyway? Like, I'm tired of dating people who are insecure. I'm tired of dating people who don't have confidence in what they're doing because that makes my life more confident or more complicated. I don't need, like, I'm going to gas you up. Like, if you're my girl, that's a fact. Yeah. But, like, I don't need to know, I don't want to know that, like, if I don't gas you up, your whole week's ruined. Okay. Or, like, you're dependent on this constant, you know, acts of affirmation to make sure that you're okay. Like, I get if it's your love language, whatever. Yeah, we're getting love languages now. (laughs) Yeah. One of my favorite topics is love languages. Yeah. Um, but no, like, I don't feel like I shouldn't be an emotional crutch for you. And I think mm. being confident is part of my reason for past failure. So like when it comes to communication, um, I usually just let women lead on that front because I'm going to tell you where I'm at and we're going to move from there. And oftentimes, like, you got to understand, like, I'm going to tell you straight up, like, I don't know you long enough to dictate mm-hmm. committing to you or where you want to go. But if you ask me and then four weeks later, you ask me again, like, yeah, my my response will either change and we'll, we'll go in the right direction or I'll tell you I'm still where I'm at and I'll open up the conversation for us just not talking anymore. Because at the end of the day, like, if, you ever get to the, uh, if a woman ever gets to a point with me where she's not getting what she needs from me, I'm very much going to encourage her to leave. Like, I, just, I won't beat around the bush there. Like, that's always how I've been. Yeah. Um, and so I think communicating is key because a lot gets lost in communication in regards to not saying what you mean or being afraid or whatever it may be. And it's like, we don't have time for that. I don't need to, I don't need to read in between the lines to figure out where I fit in. 
Yeah. Um, and, and we've often talked about on this podcast, especially just knowing when to play your role and, and understanding your role and executing at the highest level in your role, in that role in someone's life. And so for me, you know, answering Max's question is, as a communicator while being single, I think the biggest thing for me is just understanding, hey, probably not going to text you all week. Hey, I'm always going to check in. And three, like if you ever, you know, have something in your head, like just come to me. Like I thoroughly appreciate when women are just like upfront and like tell me what they're looking for. Like I love when women are like, this is what I'm looking for. I'm like, that's not what I'm looking for. And then they're like, all right, cool. Like have a great life. Like I had a chick yeah. literally hit me after a date. She's like, I really like hanging out with you. I'd like to go on a second date. And then a day later, we were texting, and she's like, so what are you looking for? And I was like, oh, I'm trying to keep it pretty casual. I don't really know what I want, but, like, I would like to continue getting to know you. And she's like, well, I don't really do casual. She was like, have a great life, and I hope you find what you're looking for. And then she just unfollowed me off everything. We just don't talk anymore. And I was like, that is hot. And I respect that because it's like you knew what you wanted. You asked for what you wanted. You didn't get what you wanted, and you walked away and just left it where it was. was. There was no, like... no hostility, nothing. Yeah. Some people come into your lives for a reason. Some people come into your lives for a season. Like, let's just keep it a stack. Sometimes that eight weeks of fun is fun. Sometimes that 16 weeks of fun is fun. Sometimes it's nine months. Like, it is what it is. <laughs> like, if, if everyone that you met in life was supposed to stay in your life forever, you wouldn't have lost your friends that you did. Let's be for real. It's mm-hmm. true. Yeah. And you have more history with those friends than you do with the guy you're seeing for the last four weeks. Yeah. I'm going to keep it a stack. Yeah. Very valid. Like, ma'am, you do not know my mom's name. We're not that close. <laughs> like, please. What's my middle name? What is my name? Sp- say my last name right. <laughs> please. Um, but that's just my thoughts. Some people think that I'm rude when I speak my mind. No, I'm Nigerian. We just say what we feel, and we deal with the consequences later. Um, and so one of the things that that kind of leads me to in regards to communications is based off of the conversations I've having with you guys in regards to work lately and just proper communication. But um, I was curious for you to what is the process in regards to making your major life decisions and how you kind of weigh your options and dictate, you know, what to do and what not to do. Um, I would say very much so I'm someone that kind of leads with my heart. So I'm very intentional. I'm very um, thoughtful and calculated. And then I have a group of people that I kind of take an idea to and I say, what are your thoughts on this? This is how I'm thinking about it. This is what's going on to kind of get some opinions and then kind of with that, I make informed decisions based off what I feel like is best. So, I mean, an example of that was recently at work. I wasn't sure how I was feeling. I kind of felt like my ability to grow was being limited in some ways. And I was like, I could go get a bigger bag somewhere else, but nothing was really speaking to my heart in terms of what I'm really passionate about besides where I am now. And I was like, you know, I, I kind of feel like I'd be wrong for taking another job that paid more just for the money. Like, I, I know that if I follow what I'm passionate about, the money will come. And so let me just finish this. Like, I started something in my company and I'm going to finish it and see it through. And then you can do what you want at that point in time. But I feel like just really much so focusing on being president. If you have the, if you have the luxury, right, like that's a privilege to be able to say, too, that I don't necessarily need to take a job that pays more money. Um, but I think that I'm just, I like to gauge other people's thoughts and opinions and then just kind of do what I feel like is in within my best interests. Um, and for me specifically, it's going to be in line with what I'm passionate about and what moves me. Cause that's what I'm able to show up authentically and the most effectively. So those are kind of my initial thoughts. 
For me, I'm not as risk averse as most. Um, I'm definitely will go off my gut instinct. Uh, professionally, I made the decision to move to Chicago without a job or really any direction network like that. And um, just sometimes like stuff just works out. I kind of had the feeling that like it was the right place for me. That, that, so to answer your question about how I make my big decisions, I look at all the options. I kind of think about how, I, how it's gonna go in the immediate, how it's gonna go about five years from now mm -hmm. and how it just plays in the trajectory. I apologize for the exit. Sheesh. Hey man, if you disagree with any of our takes or have comments, questions, maybe even ideas, for our next podcast. Man, I'm at Live15 on Instagram. It's been a pleasure. I'll catch y'all later, though. <laughs> I will. I'm out. See you later, big dog. Demi. Yes, sir. I like that hat, though. Yeah, sir. Texas. Um, the one thing I will say in regards to making major life decisions has always been, for me anyway, I look at what's best for me and what where my life's headed. I think the best ways of doing that is taking several days, if not weeks, of reflection. So... I usually lock in and disappear for a while from some of the distractions in my life so I can get focused, which is why these these boys know I'll probably be MIA outside of work and, and some extracurriculars um, for most of the month of March, most of the month of March, which is great because it aligns with my first full month at my condo. But at this point, I just need to take some time to decide what, what's important to me right now and, and how to be happy and, and not be just content with where I'm at in my life. And I have a lot to be thankful for, but... I'm a go-getter, so I need to always make sure that I'm moving forward and progressing forward. So that's where I'm at right now. Nail tech. <laughs> <laughs> I fuck with that song so heavy, though. He killed it. The music video is hilarious, too. <laughs> he is like the, the funny part is, is like, there's so many, so many bars I was listening to in that song where I related to so heavy. He said, I don't come from head, but I still like it, though. And I was like, me. <laughs> that's me right there. Never bust from head. But I still want you to do that. Always want you to do that. But I am at the point, though, where I might stop letting women do it because I've been disappointed way too many times recently that I'm just like, I might have to just go straight for the cheeks at this point. Like, I'll, I would rather me do the work than you try and do the work. Because then at least if someone's disappointed, it's on my regard. <laughs> Because the last thing I want to do is be disappointed. You would rather disappoint than be disappointed? Is yeah. that what I'm <laughs> You would rather disappoint I don't think I'm be going to disappoint. Okay. But I would rather those circumstances. Because at least in my head, my ego will allow me to walk away saying, hey, I at least tried. But if a woman lets me down, I'm like, damn, I really wasted my time. <laughs> I like that. Where's, saying, the me, Where's the grace at? Let me get shots up. <laughs> I just, respectfully, I... I would just prefer not to. And then the other part of the song that I really related to is he was talking about the nail tech not snitching on him because he's spending money on his girl's nails. And I was like, real nigga. Because as a dude who also likes to spend money on women, it's a vibe. But it has to be your woman. <laughs> not what he's doing in regards to multiple women. I'm only trying to spend money on one woman <laughs> because that should be expensive as fuck. I agree in principle. But don't forget, when you talk about levels, there's levels to this shit. When you he's have money. Yeah, when you have excess money... And we're not talking about more expensive than having a girlfriend. Nope. We're talking about the little things, $100 nails, you know. I see, I see where guys go for it. There are people in the league that are paying for women's apartments across the country. 
Your girl can't get took. She's not safe from nobody. Your girl's rent may be getting paid by someone else. If your girl has been courtside at a season opener. I was going to say, we need to start playing that Drake song. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) You already know what time it is. (laughs) Your girl might be getting biked by one of the players. But it really be like that. When you see your girl's DMs, you're like, ah, this is disgusting and not for me. Because get your coins, queen. But like that nigga is wilding in your DMs right now. Um, but the reason why we brought that up was we wanted to discuss um, Hannah Topless' favorite um, man. Shout out Hannah. She listens to this episode. But um, Jack Harlow is officially stamped by one of the goats. Um, Kanye West gave his sign of approval this past week and Matt really wanted to talk about the resurgence of the white man. <laughs> that is complete cap for everyone listening. Just want to clarify that off the <laughs> You were the one who typed it. Um, but I did I did want to talk about I mean I thought it was a great song and I do feel like in listening to Jack Harlow I actually appreciate his lyricism. I've seen him live in concert. He's good. He has a great stage presence. I think he's a good performer. I mean yeah he's a white boy from Louisville and he's cocky as shit. Like I appreciate the fact that he owns that. And he's like, yeah, I'm, I knew I was gonna be famous and I wanted everything that came with that. I wanted the money, I wanted the fame, I wanted the women, I wanted all of it. I'm like, I respect the honesty and you're, lyrically there are not many people that are better than him right now. Like he makes good beats and the beats bump and stuff that you can vibe to at a party. He also makes stuff you can kick back, kick back to. Um, and he actually says stuff in his songs. But you know, so I mean, I. I you know, top five right now, I don't know about that, but I do think that he's very good. And when you go back and you listen to his old stuff too, like you can hear it, even yeah. in the production that he had it when he was 18. I'm sorry, I love Jack Harlow, but few things slap as much as the money bag yoke moments right now, so he is not top five for me right now. Just not happening. I mean, money bag got the, the zestiest bars for niggas. <laughs> Like super zesty bars, he really be rapping on the. You a big nigga though. (laughs) (laughs) You relate to money bag. (laughs) You don't relate to money bag. I do. I'm just saying, like it's just like you're, you know, you're biased. (laughs) It's different. Um. Anyway, we just wanted to release a quick pod after having missed the last two weeks. Um. Thank you guys for listening today. Have a great week, and remember to be authentic. Thank you.